you know, and so here's where the issue really comes in. It's that we have this assumption of parity. You know, we all have two eyes, two arms, two legs. We think that, you know, we should all respond the same way to certain inputs. I'll give you a very practical example, not that this is the only scenario where that whole body body image and body type comes into play, but a very practical one that I see day in and day out and I'm asked about. Why is it I can do everything right and I lose 10 pounds, whereas the next guy loses 50 pounds? Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. What's up? What's up? You amazing abundant leader. I am Wally Carmichael, your founder and host of the Men of Abundance podcast, the pay it forward community, showing you how to live your life of abundance in family, faith, finances and fitness on your way to having more. So why do I say that part? Why do I say that last part on your way to having more? This is very important to me and it should be to you, too. Well, you do what you want to do. But the fact of the matter is this. Most people wait for whatever they're striving for that million dollar business or they're striving for that best job or they're waiting for the kids to get out of school or they're waiting and waiting waiting doing this all this stuff and just working their butts off or they're not waiting for anything you're working hard nose to the grindstone working day in and day out six seven days a week 12 hour days not taking any time to actually enjoy the journey and enjoy yourself along the way look all the big guys, when they all get to a billion dollars, not all of them, but many of them will tell you as they get older, they, their advice is don't work so hard. Well, that's easy for them to say because they worked hard their entire life, didn't have a relationship with their family, didn't have a relationship with their kids. If they had a spouse, they didn't have much of a relationship. They probably had several spouses along the way. And now they've, they're worth billions and they're saying don't work so hard. But that's what they did to get to that point. Hey, listen, if that's you, if that's where you want to be, and that's the life you want to live along the way, knock yourself out. I'm not here to judge. You do you. But all I'm saying is if you want to truly live, and here's the other thing I want to point out. Did you realize that only about 4% of all businesses that are ever created in the United States ever make it to the million dollar mark? Now, I'm not saying to not strive for that. What I'm saying is that on your way to getting to that million dollar mark, why not enjoy yourself? Why wait until you get to that point? Enjoy yourself along the way, but listen, you have an obligation to other people, especially if you've brought children into this world. It's important for you to not be an absent parent. Many of you have your, you know, your wife or your husband and you've got your kids at home, but you're not paying attention to your children, you're paying attention to your dreams, your goals, your desires, and not spending any time with those little people that you brought into this world. They are going to remember that. And in your time of need, they may just grow up to be just like you and be a little bit too busy when you need them most. Now, listen, I get it. Like my wife and I have this conversation all the time. And we always bring up like, for instance, Serena Williams and Vanessa, uh, Venus Williams the tennis players, their whole childhood, even into adulthood, all they did all day, every day is play tennis. But listen, that's what they obviously love to do. They're not just very good at it. They actually love doing that. That is their going out to the club or that is their, you know, hanging out with friends or what, you know, and I'm sure they hang out with friends and stuff like that too. But my point is they're busy doing that and you might truly enjoy your business or your career or whatever it is. But all I'm saying is if you brought little people into the world, be sure to give them at least as much attention as you give yourself and your hobbies and your career and your goals. So that's what I mean by living your life of abundance in family, faith, finances, and fitness on your way to having more. Now, I want to give you the opportunity to be abundant in your actions today by paying it forward and sharing men of abundance with others. Take a screenshot of your phone, post it onto social media, hashtag men of abundance. Make sure you tag me in it so that I can find it and check it out and comment. 
I greatly appreciate that. And what's more, the person that finds that, the person that you share Men of Abundance with is going to greatly appreciate it as well. They will thank you for it. I know because I get emails and text messages and Facebook messages and LinkedIn messages. I get all kinds of messages from every which way of people telling me what they got out of a particular conversation and how it gave them a different perspective on life and their career and their business and their relationship with their family as well as their health. So be sure to pay it forward. Share men of abundance with others. Now let's introduce our feature guest today. Our feature guest is transformational specialist and founder of MetPro, the advanced methodology that analyzes an individual's specific response to diet and activity and adjusts based on their personal needs and goals. Through MetPro's tactful and personalized approach to health, Angelo and his highly respected team have the ability to strategically redirect each of their clients toward achieving their greatest results. With a high-profile client list that includes Olympic athletes, NFL MVPs, physique models, and business leaders, it's no wonder that Angelo has become one of the most celebrated and desired body transformation experts in the world. Men of Abundance, it is my pleasure to introduce you to Angelo Poli. Angelo, welcome to Men of Abundance, man. How you doing? I'm hanging in today, doing well. Excited to be talking to you, Wally. Thanks for having me. Yeah, excellent. Same here, man. Interview Valet introduced us. Was that right? Oh, they're great. Yeah, I've been really enjoying awesome. working with them. Yeah, Tom and I've known <laughs> Tom and Karen and the rest of the team over there for quite some time. I can't say enough about those folks. Great, great people. Yeah. Besides the fact of the service that they offer through Interview Valet, it's really awesome. Yeah. So where you at in the world? Northern California, you know, with what we do, most people think we're kind of in either the Bay Area or LA, but we're actually close to the Oregon border. And, and I live in just a small town on the outskirts of a college community. And we love it. I've been here my whole life. I've traveled a bit, but always come back home. And, and that's where we're recording from today. Very cool. I dig it, man. It's funny because when people, <laughs> when I tell people that I was originally born and raised in Arizona, they're like, oh my God, it's so hot there. I'm like, well, yeah, down in Phoenix it is. But when you go up north, you know, up to the Mogollon Ram, I mean, even during the summertime, it doesn't get below 80 degrees, get above 80 degrees, you know, maybe wow. pushing 90, but it's gorgeous up there in the weather's yeah. completely different. So I get what you're saying about with California. I've, I've been to the hot spots, you know, LA, San Francisco, Anaheim, all those kind of places. But, and then driving through California, it's just a beautiful state to, to hang out in. Yeah, absolutely. So much to offer. Very cool. So I like to start out with an attitude of gratitude. What do you have to be grateful for today? I've got great people around me, great family, great friends, great, uh, great team that I work with day in and out doing what we do. And so I am always love that thought. I always try and find the things to be grateful for and to have gratitude in my life. So love that. And it's ext- extremely something to be grateful for when you have amazing people around you that you can rely on and confide in and all that cool stuff. I mean, it's it's just for that's part of the reason why I like doing and having these conversations because I get to meet some of the most amazing people in the world that aren't out in the limelight. You won't find them in People Magazine and stuff like that usually. Some of sure. them I have. Some of them I've talked to. But I like talking to the people that, you know, just are making things happen in the world, you know? And just to that point, you know, the kind of unique, the unique field that we're in at MetPro creates an opportunity for additional collaboration within our team. So there's a lot of, you know, shoulder to shoulder working with with the other experts that that we have on our team. We do a lot of round robin, round table programming strategy for lifestyle, nutrition, fitness, and it's it's a blast. Yeah, it's I'm fascinating to be able to have that kind of team. No, absolutely. And, and well, I would say that you're fortunate to be the type of man to recognize that, like myself, I, I like to keep smarter people around me to, yep, I was you just know, to collaborate that. with. Because, <laughs> if you're, you know, the old saying, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. You're not going to learn anything. either. Absolutely so not. That's the, that's the point. Yeah. 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 And more importantly, you can't add additional massive, amazing value to your customers and clients. 
Right. You know, if it's just you, if it's just me, I just, I just can't do it. That's why I'm so fortunate to have that. So here at Men of Abundance, we really like to get to know the man behind the abundance. We talked a little bit about your professional stuff, and we're going to get into that in just a minute as well. But how would you describe yourself, Angelo? put my pants on one leg at a time. <laughs> and if I ever think I could do more than that, I got a wonderful life to remind me. <laughs> I'm, I'm just a regular guy that's fortunate to, to be able to work with the people that I work with and um, teach in the areas that I'm really passionate about. And so I, I ended up getting you. I don't know if you want me to kind of get into the backstory, but I can give you the, the nickel tour really quick. Yeah, please um, do. I had a fairly severe injury. So I've been in the health and fitness industry as a personal trainer when I was 18 years old. And I ended up having a fairly severe injury in my early 20s. And it brought me to a point where I, I couldn't hand people dumbbells anymore. I couldn't coach people on the floor anymore. So I had a tough decision to make. Am, am I going to keep moving forward in this this career in this field that I'm passionate about? And if I was going to, I knew I had to transition into a different capacity. So I ended up just really focusing on the the strategy and the kind of the science behind how people change their bodies, improve their health, manage their weight, all the things that go into that. And that's what I started traveling and educating on and teaching on. And, and pretty soon it evolved into metabolic profiling or MetPro for short, which is what, what we're doing now. I'm fortunate to have recovered, though I walked with a cane for almost a decade. But now in the conclusion of my 30s, <laughs> I'm, I'm at least healthy, health, healthier than I was at that point in my life. Let me put it that way. And uh, I'm fortunate to have an entire team that's passionate about the science of transformation. And that's what we, we live and we focus on each day with our clients. That is an excellent story of an abundance mindset. Now, listen, guys, we have this conversation all the time about your identity and you can, I'll give a perfect example of somebody who like rides motocross. And this is a guy I grew up with. He rode motocross as long as I've known him. And he was really good. I'm, I'm talking the type of guy that would ride at these shows in Vegas. And he wow. would, he just wrecked one too many times. And he fractured his femur a couple of times, broke other bones. And finally, it was just enough is enough. The doctor basically said, dude, you're tearing your body up too bad. And he was good. It's just when you're pushing the envelope, yeah. it happens, right? So yeah. instead of just giving up the sport altogether, he started doing one of two things, actually. One, he wanted to coach more people with his skills, but also he got into photography and he started mm. photographing and, and videoing these amazing athletes. You know, he stayed in the sport. He stayed close to the sport. But what happens most of the time, guys, is you, you just many guys just feel that that's their identity. And they completely lose themselves and think that they can never resonate with anything else other than that topic or that subject or that vocation. And it's so far from the truth. And this is a perfect example. My buddy who did the motocross and you who stayed in the fitness industry just in a different capacity. That is absolutely amazing. <laughs> Thanks, Wally. I, I've been fortunate. I've been very fortunate. We're still having fun. So <laughs> that's, And that's the important part, right? That's it. And making a little bit of money, too. I mean, you know, having fun, adding value and making money. What else could a man want in life? You know, there's no great family and friends around him. <laughs> good point. <laughs> which all, which none, of, none of the prior three could come together unless you have the good family and friends, in my opinion, anyway. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Really yeah. cool. T total fulfillment who we're talking about here, guys. So what is this amazing uh, MetPro doing for other people? Tell us some good news stories. So I have the best job in the world. <laughs> I, I've been, been blessed to have a, a career for almost two decades now in the, I say fitness industry, but more specific, we have a, a, a more particular niche and that's transformation. So people will, will hire us when they need specific step-by-step -step coaching with their nutrition, with their exercise, with their lifestyle strategy, with their time management, with accountability, all the things that go into success in uh, transforming their body from point A to point B. And so our clients span the, the range of, you know, NFL superstars and pro athletes to, you know, the Hollywood scene where they're getting in shape for a specific role to grandparents and 
you know, and re the retirement communities who just want to feel their best, live their best life and have energy and health to play with the grandkids. So it, it's really interesting. We'll be on the phone with someone in one part of the world and the next minute we're on the phone with someone in another total cir totally different circumstance. And everybody, you know, basically our, our, the take home lesson from what we've learned professionally from all this is that everyone's body is unique and responds uniquely. And the key is to listen, to identify how the body's responding. And then not everybody is unique in how we deal with stress and pressures and uh, time management. So what are the best of strategies that have been proven that work for everyone that we can apply to your unique circumstance? So uh, as an example, some people... Some people have a lot of travel in their schedule. Some people are at home a lot. Those are two different scenarios that we have dealt with quite a bit. A few years back, I had a guy that literally was, was in a plane 29 days out of the month. So you have to really throw the, the playbook out in that scenario. He, he was actually, his work and his company was featured in the Wall Street Journal and as well as our work with him. And we had little micro workouts that he would do in the hotel room. We had strategies where here's exactly he, what he would order at Starbucks because you could get one anywhere that you would, anywhere he would go. And then we have people that, you know, have more of a nine to five situation or at the house more and need strategies for what to do at home, what to eat. And so we dive into all of that with our clients and we track, record and analyze everything so we can really extrapolate what the best next step is for each person. And it's been really interesting. What we've learned is that most people understand the value of exercise, keeping their body healthy in that department. But there's a whole lot of confusion around nutrition and metabolism in particular. Why is it two people eating the same diet or, or nutrition plan can get two very different results. Well, we, we've been able to track that and identify who's likely to have what result based on their analytics. And, and that, that's what we've been spending our time doing at MetPro. <laughs> I know that was a lot, huh? Sorry. It, I keep, it is. I, I no, but it's very fascinating. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I spent quite a bit of time in the uh, health and fitness. Well, I was an army medic for 25 years, but you know, you generally think that medical personnel are healthy and it's, it's not always true, especially nurses for some reason. Doctors tend to stay pretty healthy, but most nurses, not so much. Um, well, and a lot and of their, yeah, the, schedule, uh, too. That's the what I was going to say. In their defense, they have some crazy schedules, man, Yeah, for sure. But I was also in the health and fitness industry, and I was studying it quite a bit because I had so many different types of clients, and I would do modifications for various workouts and stuff like that. But this, the metabolism is a whole different level. So yeah. if somebody was to come in or connect with you, What's the first step? What, how are you going to figure out what their what is going to be the best meal plan and the best exercise aside of their schedule and all that type of stuff? But more importantly, really the meal plan, because that's what really fascinates me most. Great question. So <clears throat> we are going to look at five different things. And so I'll just give you a kind of a, a brief bullet on each. So the first, uh, our experts are going to really dive into your history, your body type which is basically an expression of your genetics. Some people are familiar with the body types, ectomorph, mesomorph, endomorph, mm -hmm. other people just kind of know it as a little more generalized apple-shaped, pear-shaped type, type topic. But what we're really discussing is what is your genetic predisposition? What is your body type and your natural tendencies? And then from that, we're going to talk about goal setting. Now, after doing this for a couple decades, my, my version of goal setting is different than most people's version of goal setting. So if you call me, <clears throat> pardon, if you call me and we say, okay, we're going to do a goal setting session, my objective is to figure out what we're not going to focus on. That's what goal setting is for me, because I know what most people that come to us over the last 20 years want. We want to lose a few pounds. We want to lean out. We want more energy. We want to perform better. We want to get faster. We want to be stronger. I know. Mm. <laughs> That's what we all want. Now, within that, what typically is the barrier, why people have tried a little of this, tried a little of that, but are still frustrated with their results 
is that likely they have not applied enough specificity into one area to force the issue, to really move the dial. So what that means is goal setting is about saying, here's our primary objective. So based on that, we're going to reallocate our energy, our resources, our time to make sure that we move the dial on that specific item. It doesn't mean that we're gonna ignore the others. What it means is that we have a clear hierarchy of priorities. We're gonna check this off the list, maintain it, and move on to the next, and the next, and the next checking boxes. And that's how, when we're under a specific time limit, when we have a specific goal and we need to get certain things accomplished, whether it comes to weight loss or body transformations or whatever, whatever goal somebody has, that's how we see to it that the changes we're, we're aiming for take place. So that's the first item, goal setting. That is absolutely huge, man. I mean, th there's so much to unpack there because it's exactly how I run my own business and marketing strategy business when I'm coaching or consulting with somebody. We first go after, and it, that's the sign of a brilliant coach and consultant is to tell, be able to tell the client what not to do, what to stop right. doing. And it's not just about stop drinking Coke and all this other kind of stuff. It's more, it's much deeper than that. But I have a question for you because you talked about the body types and this was a big pet peeve of mine when I was first talking and consulting with people about getting into one of my programs when I was doing health and fitness uh, programs is that, you know, you get the sense that the bottom line is this, I want to look like Cindy Crawford or <laughs> I want to look like, yeah. you know, but not Arnold Schwarzenegger, maybe Sylvester Stallone when he was, you know, in Rocky uh -huh. or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. And it's, and I would have this conversation. I'm like, I don't want to discourage you, but let's focus on being healthy and fit because honestly, your body type is not those people. That's their full-time job. This is not your full-time job. And there's many other conversations I could have, but how do you adjust that? Cause I know you get that. I want you to look like you, but the healthiest, fittest version of that. Yes. Now, let me share the strategy to get there. You're going to love the healthiest, fittest version of yourself. So everybody's genetics are different. You know, I want to be able to dunk a basketball, but guess what? <laughs> That's never <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so here's where the issue really comes in. It's that we have this assumption of parity. You know, we all have two eyes, two arms, two legs. We think that, you know, we should all respond the same way to certain inputs. I'll, I'll give you a very practical example. Not that this is the only scenario where that whole body, body image and body type comes into play, but a very practical one that I see day in and day out. And I'm asked about why is it I can do everything right. And I lose 10 pounds, whereas the next guy loses 50 pounds. So here's, here's what I want someone to consider. There's two guys, they're high school friends. They've both now in their uh, late 30s, early 40s, put on a few pounds. So let's say both of these guys weigh about 250 pounds. They both go on the same meal plan, the same diet, the same workout. One guy loses 15 pounds, the other loses 50. Why? Well, here's what you don't know about that. What you don't know about them is that when they were in high school, they were best friends, they hung out together. But the guy who lost 50 pounds, he graduated high school weighing 160 pounds. The guy who lost 15 pounds weighed 225 when he graduated high school. So though at surface evaluation, we see two men, maybe they're the same height or roughly the same height, both weigh 250 pounds, and we go, well, they both have the same amount of weight to lose. They don't. One of them has a very small, slight build, more of a petite build. One of them has a very stocky, broad build. So even though he may weigh 250, he's not as overweight for his skeletal structure. So you're going to get two very different responses. And what that results in is unnecessary frustration when we think our body is supposed to look or, or be a certain way. There is no should. There's just what is, what's your reality, what's your healthiest. And that's what our experts really help each person to identify. And don't get me wrong. There's lots of times where the conversation goes another way. You know, I have Bobby over here going, hey, I lost 20 pounds. I'm good. And we're like, no, Bobby, you got to lose another 50 before we're good. <laughs> we got to get you healthy. Right. But in a lot of times <clears throat> it's, as you can imagine, the other way around where people are beating themselves up like, no, I, I need to be 20 pounds lighter. And where where is it going to come from? 
You're already lean. You're muscular. You're healthy. You're fit. Let's focus on your body composition, your athletic performance. And that's where having an expert that really has seen it, seen it all, who lives in the trenches working with people and understands body types and genetics and exercise and nutrition impact on our physique and all physiology really makes a difference, which which then, of course, dovetails into the ne- actually the third thing that we evaluate. But I, I want to go in order. So step two, I'll just re- be really brief lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So we always look at mm-hmm. lifestyle. I, I, I already mentioned this. Somebody who has a family who takes meals at home with with the wife or the husband and kids or whatever, you know, your, your circumstances is going to have a different time management, different scenario than say the woman who is, you know, traveling and takes most meals socially or on the go or while she's doing business luncheons and dinners. So we need to know what those factors are. So we can, I think, put that topic to bed. That's the, that's the second thing that our coaches are going to talk to you about. The third thing relates to this whole topic of body type and understanding where each person is. And that is, are you a strategic person or a metabolic person? And here's what that means to us. At MetPro, the first thing we need to do is identify if your goal is weight loss. And I say, and I'm using that as a goal. Lots of people come to us to help build muscle or improve health or whatever the, the scenario. But about 85% of people that reach out to us are doing so because they've tried to lose weight, they've hit a plateau, and they want to work with an expert to help them bust through. So if your goal is weight loss, we need to know, is the issue a strategic issue or is it a metabolic issue? So that's where we look at what you're doing. So for a lot of people, it's a strategic issue. And that means when you eat reasonably healthy, when you exercise and you're active, you lose weight. The challenge is how do you fit that into your super busy lifestyle because we're all so busy these days. So that's where the strategic coaching, the time management, Every time I say, okay, we're going to do this, that, and the other, people will say to me, yep, I know exactly what I need to be doing, Angelo. And then I say to them, I know that you know what you need to do. My job is to help you execute faster. Because if doing those things are cumbersome and take hours out of your day, it's going to be impractical. You're not going to be able to sustain it. So I need to teach you all the tricks, all the strategies, all the the tips that are going to enable you to, first of all, identify which of the things you should be doing are the most relevant and focus on those first, have the biggest impact. And then how do we execute them on them in the absolute most effective time managed way? And here's how we do it. That's the strategic category. Now, a very different conversation. There's a lot of people that call us up. Hey, Angelo, I'm eating clean. I've been on this meal plan. I exercise regularly. What gives? You know, I'm so frustrated. Why can't I seem to bust through this plateau? <clears throat> Pardon. You're not doing anything wrong. Your metabolism has simply done its job and acclimated to your environment. That means that something has to change. So for somebody who we identify as a metabolic client, now our focus is identifying exactly what we're going to implement to speed your metabolism. A lot of people come to us after they've dieted, they've lost some weight, and now they're struggling to maintain it, to sustain that because their metabolic rate has slowed in response to that. So in those cases, our strategy is very different. So that's where it's like kind of the the absolute opposite of what we do is the one size fit all, fits all. We have to really do a deeper dive to figure out what each person needs because for a lot of people – some people call us up and and we tell them we're not going to lose weight for two weeks. We're going to rehab your metabolism. Granted, that's a very, very small percentage. Almost everyone, we can at least get to lose some weight out of the gate. But we're conditioned to look at things wrong. So we're conditioned to view weight loss kind of from a the Hollywood version of it, you know, the the TV show version of it. Or you have a lot of these kind of extreme weight loss, you know, entertainment out there. And that's not always the reality. Hmm. So here, here's the problem. Or healthy for that matter. <clears throat> right. Here, here's the problem. You see, you see kind of these extreme weight loss. So you go, you, you have someone who needs to lose some weight. The way that it needs to be done is you adjust your diet, you start exercising. You know, let's say someone has 100 pounds to lose. Let's take 20, 30 pounds off, maybe a little more. And then stop, pause, 
let your body and metabolism recover, reinvigorate your metabolic rate, re-energize, recuperate, then you're going to push for the next stint, take another 15, 20, pause, another 20, pause. That's the way it actually works. And th that's not my theory. That's looking back on the data of every single person over 20 years that has lost and kept off a significant amount of weight. It's not a, well, look, they just lost two pounds a week for, you know, X for 52 weeks, and then they were down 104 pounds. It never works that way. If you force it, then what happens is your metabolism revolts. It powers down. You may lose a bunch of weight. Quit eating, you're going to lose a bunch of weight. Exercise nine hours a day, you're going to lose a bunch of weight. But your body will revolt because it's going to actually damage your health, damage your metabolism. So the problem with, with taking pauses and doing it strategically, taking pauses, scheduling them in, is it makes for terrible TV. That's not entertaining at all, right? <laughs> right. So yeah. that's where we have to look at, and, and that dovetails into now our kind of our featured, our, the entree of what we do, and it's baseline testing to really identify where your metabolic rate is at. Because that's going to enable us to say, okay, you have 40 pounds to lose. We're going to take 15 off right out of the gate. Then we're going to pause for a couple weeks. Then we're going to go for the next and the next versus saying, hey, you have 40 pounds to lose. We're going to get it all. And, and here's how we make that determination. We baseline test. Mm -hmm. So we'll put you on a meal plan that we have had many, many others of similar age, demographic, circumstance, body type, et cetera, similar to you. Athletic, active, 40s, inactive, maybe overweight, whatever the circumstance, 50s, wherever you fall, we have baseline tests that we have used for many, many others in a similar circumstance to you. We'll put you on this meal plan. We know the calories, the macronutrient ratios, the glycemic load, the meal timing, the breakdown, everything about these meal plans. And they're very simple. And we'll use meals that, foods that you like, you, you can you know, use whatever you have on hand. We'll just help you manage it in a way that we know exactly what you're getting for a short period of time. Typically about 72 hours. And we're going to be able to collect enough data in 72 hours to not have the whole picture, but we'll have collected enough data to be able to start fine-tuning and making some recommendations. So in other words, Wally, you and another person, another guy your age and your rough body type and size could go on the same meal plan and you may lose five pounds, he may gain two pounds that's relevant data. And that's looking back on the data. So it's not anyone's opinion or theory. So you have a lot of experts, gurus out there that says, here, do this and you'll lose weight or here, do that and you'll build muscle. And they may be right, but it's still theoretical until we actually see how your body responds to this. So we start the process with baseline testing we see, we parse your metabolic rate to see how you're responding. And then based on that, we're going to come back to you. We might have good news. We might have bad news. And in 98% of the cases, we have news somewhere in between. But whether it's good or it's bad, it's accurate. And that's what MetPro is all about. Identifying the accurate reality of where your metabolic rate is and using that to base our strategy for nutrition and then for exercise as well to make sure that you're getting the best possible result that you can. Absolutely brilliant. You know, when you're talking about that and you're talking about the one size fits all, I was in the army for 25 years and I can, all the branches are slightly different when it comes to their physical uh, fitness for those who, you know, their standards, right? But in the armies, for instance, they, if you're overweight based on your height and your age, your gender, you're considered overweight over a certain, you know, whatever they have the scale mm -hmm. and then, okay, you're overweight based on the standards, but you have another option. You get to go get a tape test where they basically check your body mass index. And then if you don't pass your body <laughs> mass index or, or you do, but you're still overweight, then you got to go pass your PT test and so on and so forth. The thing that always aggravated me, because I was a master fitness trainer as well, and they even trained it, that you take all 20 people in the unit who are overweight and can't pass their tape test, they're getting ready to get chaptered out of the military, and you put them all on the same fitness program. They, right. they mention absolutely nothing about meal plan. 
They say, stop stuffing pizza down your face. Now, and we've gotten better over the years, but only yeah. slightly better. Not to the level that you're at right now and what you're talking about that would absolutely, because it's devastating for somebody to lose their career because they, they're, let me put it this way. I have one female. She had big breasts. And she could not pass the height and weight. She was always overweight. And she had a hard time passing tape. And she literally had to go get a breast reduction. And she was a very good soldier. She was physically fit. She just couldn't pass the darn height and weight test. And it was it's so frustrating. And there's many other stories similar to that. The, the example you're using, you know, it is, it's what I see across all industries, across all walks of life. We are actually still using the old BMI and metrics that even though our, our science and our understanding and our knowledge of metabolism topic, body types, et cetera, has um, progressed, there's a lot of things that just haven't caught up yet. We actually work with, we, we actually coach a lot of doctors. And one of the things that I hear, so this is, of course, just my experience and personal opinion on it. But one of the things that I hear from a lot of my doctors is like, yeah, we don't even look at that BMI anymore because it's not relevant to everyone. It's relevant to some people, mm -hmm. but it's just not relevant to everyone. And here's the thing. You can go to 10 different doctors and you can ask, how do I lose weight? Right now in the fitness industry, in the medical industry, and you will get 10 different answers. There is no standard. And I have a theory why. The reason why is because <clears throat> I have for 20 years been studying, researching, evaluating, implementing, in the trenches, trying, working with every sink, single nutrition model and strategy out there. And you, if you go online and you type in weight loss, you will have literally a thousand, more than a thousand, you have a million different responses and opinions and gurus saying, do this, do that. And I have come to the conclusion that every one of them is right. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. All of the, the strategies, they work. There is no right and wrong. What there is, is we need an evaluation system to parse your metabolism, your body's responsiveness. Now, of all the options out there, we can narrow the field down to what's going to work for you. Mm. Classic example, and these are broad strokes, there's always a discussion of calories or carbohydrates. So should I cut calories or should I cut my carbohydrates for people trying to lose weight? Again, I apologize. I don't mean to just talk about weight loss. We have tons of people that were focusing on building and gaining weight. I had one gal that we focused on slowing her metabolism because she was going to be going on a reality TV thing where we, she wasn't going to have food. And I, you know, but I'm just speaking to that because it's something that a large percentage of the population can relate to. Yeah, fair so, enough. What's better? Should I restrict my calories or should I restrict my carbohydrates? And the answer is whichever is going to be the most impactful lever for you. So it's like walking into a mechanic's garage. You wouldn't say, you know, hey, <clears throat> what's better, the screwdriver or the wrench? Because my neighbor loves his screwdriver and it's working really good for him. But I I've heard that the wrench is better tool. <laughs> it's, like, it's a stupid question. Hmm. It's what's the, what's the best tool for the job? And so likewise, what's the best lever? Because there are so many strategies out there with calorie manipulation, carbohydrate manipulation, ketogenic, vegan, vegetarian, paleo. You know, there's so many different strategies floating around out there. It's all about understanding them for what they actually are. They're tools in a toolbox and you need to know which tool based on the job. Here's a hint. If you're already have been watching your caloric intake, restricting further is unlikely to be a very significant tool. In other words, I'm already not eating very much. Well, I need to do more calorie restriction. It's probably not going to make that much of a difference if you're already on the lower end of cal of calorie intake. Likewise with carbohydrates. Why does carbohydrate restriction work so good for some and almost do nothing for others? Well, it's because some people are already used to restricting carbohydrates. So marginally restricting further just doesn't make much of a difference. Whereas someone who's used to eating lots and lots and lots of carbohydrates, it's going to shock their system. 
when they reduce them. So that gets back to that goal setting and specificity. A lot of people don't change enough in one area to really move the dial. And the problem is we we change our strategy and opinion based off of, you know, whatever social media person is doing what and posts what on their Instagram feed versus actually experts researching, not having an agenda of, no, you, I'm trying to sell you this or I'm trying to sell you that, but rather their job is to evaluate all options and then present whatever is best in your unique circumstance. And that's where we try and live. And that's what I'm passionate about. And you know what I love? I love proving myself wrong. I love learning and getting data that tells me that something we've been doing for years, there's a better way to do it. And we do that all the time. Every one of my coaches and everyone on my team knows that I love it when they come to me with proof and analyzed data that shows that something we've been doing is wrong and can be done better. That's what we're all about at MetPro. That's what I'm passionate about and have and have been fortunate to have a lot of really intelligent people join join on this path. And we reap the rewards of getting to be part of so many people's life changing experience. Just today, we had somebody share with, you know, down 85 pounds, how their life is different, you know. And, you know, I, I remember working with, you know, some pro, pro sports players. And uh, I remember working with so many that, you know, just really fun stories and great times and hitting performance PRs. But the most emotionally gripping and the most memorable transformations are always those people who are just getting quality of life back. That's what it's about. And so we're passionate about all of it. Obviously, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah, when you can when you can help somebody actually fit into in in between in an airplane seat for the first time in you know ten, fifteen, twenty years, that's a significant lifestyle change for sure. No doubt about it. So, brother, we are at the point where we're going to pay it forward. You ready to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Share one to three actionable steps that men of abundance can take today. Okay, so time management is the trick. So if you can only do one thing tomorrow, here's what I want you to do. I want you to prepare in the morning before you leave the house a simple afternoon snack and commit to me. Look, I'm going to do this. And I heard Angelo tell me one thing to do. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to prepare an afternoon snack. It could be simple. Grab a piece of fruit and some almonds or just whatever you have on hand that's clean, whole food and simple. That is going to be the most disruptive single action you take. And here's why. Disruptive in a good way. It's going to take you 30 seconds to do, but it's going to have an impact on your entire day. So I'll walk you through that. So at breakfast, you're going to grab a snack, which means I know you're having breakfast because you're not going to go and grab food and grab a snack without at least grabbing a bite for breakfast. So two birds with one stone right there. At lunch, you're less likely to overeat and you're less likely to eat too late in the day because you know you've committed to me that you're going to eat an afternoon snack. You're going to eat that afternoon snack because you've committed to me that you're going to do it and you have no social pressures not to. In other words, you're not meeting your boss or your coworkers for an afternoon snack. If you're meeting them, you're meeting them for lunch or dinner. So there's nothing standing in the way of you having that afternoon snack. Once you have that afternoon snack, it's going to stabilize your blood sugar and so you're more likely to make a good choice for dinner. And then when you get to dinner, you're going to be able to eat and not overeat because you're not starving, which means you're less likely to have junk food and sweets and desserts at night when a lot of people are most tempted. So with one simple action that's literally going to take you 30 seconds in the morning, you disrupt and have a cascade of positive effects on your day. So one thing, afternoon snack. Absolutely wonderful. And literally anybody can do that. Uh, anybody can do and it. And you gave so yeah. many reasons why, why wouldn't you? It just makes perfect sense. You know, we talked a lot about, you know, things to do. And that's one thing, you know, kind of like a ritual or a habit. But what are the rituals that make up the biggest impact in your life? Having a priority hierarchy. So each day, and it's the same way we approach coaching people and helping people with a health or fitness objective. I have to look at my day and this applies to business, this applies to my personal life, my, my all areas. What are the things I have to accomplish today? And if you're like me, your list is bigger than could possibly be accomplished today. So what you have to do is you have to rank them. 
and move the things that are truly the priorities to the top so you can focus on those. And that's how I start my day. What are the things that are going to have the most impact for me, for the people around me, and for my overall objectives in life? And I try to focus on those first. Wonderful. What are you reading or listening to that you would recommend to our abundant leaders and why? This, the last few weeks, I've been recommending, the, the, actually, I've been recommending this book for a while now. Michael Daphne has a new book called Extraordinary, which is all about giving vocabulary to explain, communicate, and utilize your strengths and how we're all made up different, have different strengths. And it's just exceptional. I've been thoroughly enjoying it. Oh, I like that. What What do you mean by strengths exactly? Can you build on so. That? So we all have, we, we kind of, if you've ever heard of the strength finders tests, we mm -hmm. all process information differently. Some of us are communicators, some of us are strategy, some of us, you know, all of those terms that explain how we process information and what we're naturally better at. If you know what your strengths are, then you can find ways to use those strengths at whatever task you're, you're currently engaging in to better effect. I love that. No, I asked that question because I'm real big on building on your strengths, not so much your weaknesses, kind of delegating your weaknesses. That's worked for me for many years, and that's what I like. But yeah, that's why it's very intriguing to me. There's a physiological precedence for that as well with athletes um, that train their strengths. They become exponentially better at the areas mm. that they are already strong. But for athletes, they have to not have weaknesses. So you don't get to just pick and choose. But it is interesting to watch how physiologically we respond in those ways. Yeah, absolutely. What do you feel holds most people back from living a life of, of true <clears throat> abundance? So uh, the, the, the fifth item on that list of five, now I'll be able to check that off the list, the psychology and the accountability element of, of, of personal transformation. So w I'm certainly not a psychologist, but having worked with so many people for such a long period of time, I have kind of categories that I've found that self-included we all fall into. Some people thrive under a circumstance of mentorship and support. Other people thrive when they know the why behind it and they want kind of an instructor and a teacher. And yet others really thrive when circumstances in life are presented to them as a challenge. So my science remains the same for all clients, right? Here's what I want you to eat for lunch, the presentation change. You did it yesterday. I know you've prepared today. I am so proud of you. We're going to do it again and today and tomorrow. And here's what you're going to have for lunch. Or let me teach you why I've asked you to eat specifically this for lunch and then list exactly why. Or, hey, Johnny, this is what I ate for lunch. See if you can do better. Hmm. It's the same assignment for everyone, 100%. but it's just recognizing how we each are wired to respond and find that accountability network in your life or with an expert that can help you really utilize that, take it to the next level. That is absolutely brilliant, man, because there's some folks out there, if you tell them what to do, they're going to do just the opposite in spite and destroy their <laughs> yeah. own, sabotage themselves just in spite. Yeah. It's just some people are wired that way, man. So what does being a man of abundance mean to you, Angelo? Learn what you can and share with others. Try and help uh, anyone you can around you. And, uh, you know, just keep priorities first in your life. Because in the crazy stressed out world, it's so easy to lose sight of big picture items. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful answer. I greatly appreciate that, man. We are definitely going to have metpro.co linked up in the show notes. So all, I highly encourage all of you to go there and check that out. They have some amazing questions there, self-assessments, all this kind of cool stuff. Um, but just go check it out so you can get more. But what did we not talk about that you want to ensure that our abundant leaders get out of our conversation? And how can they get more of you? I think we have. Can I share a link just that's unique to your audience? Oh, absolutely. If you go to metpro.co, it's .co, metpro.co forward slash MOA, then we'll, we'll know that they came in from, from your listeners and we'll set you up. There's no charge. You get to talk actually with one of our consultants. And it's fine if you just want to talk and ask, hey, what would, what would something, what would a transformation program or coaching look like for me? 
and let them get to know you a little. Tell them about what you've done, where your struggles are, if you're hitting a plateau. And they're going to actually be able to give you some real feedback on here's what what we would probably be focusing on with you. So I'd invite any of your listeners, metpro.co slash MOA. Um, please take advantage of it if, if you feel it's appropriate. Yes, guys, absolutely take advantage of that. I highly encourage it. Being in the in this industry for some time, this is you know just next level stuff and the data is there. And you, you all know I am data driven. I'm not emotionally driven. I am data driven. I get emotional sometimes too, but during certain movies and whatnot and some Hallmark commercials. But nonetheless, (laughs) I love data and I love operating and making decisions when data is involved. And there's plenty of data here as we just discussed very in depth. So, man, I'll tell you, Angelo, great conversation. I was just soaking it all up. I absolutely love it, man. So go out, live your life of abundance. Keep paying it forward because you are, in fact, making a very big difference. Thanks so much, Wally. All right, guys, so your action step for today is, as you called it, around health. It's important for you to take inventory of your own personal health. I mean, no matter what lifestyle you want to live, your health is going to allow you to do that. And it's going to allow you to live a long, fruitful life and enjoy the things in life that you want to enjoy. Now, some would say it starts with a decision, and it does. It does start with a decision, but you first have to have a strong why. You have to know why it is that you want to get healthy if you're not healthy or stay healthy if you're already healthy. I'll tell you one thing. Uh, I've I've gotten fallen off the wagon, so to speak, if you will, on my fitness kick, and I've I've gone down from being super fit to being okay, and then I've even gone completely south. And I'll tell you, it's much harder to get started again and again, because it's happened multiple times based on things going on in my life. Just just like anybody else, make excuses, get busy, whatever the case may be, I let it go south. And then I got to get started again. So if you're already going, don't stop. Keep moving at least every day. Do something every single day. And if you're so inclined, get a hold of Angelo and get a very specific uh, program specifically designed for you. Now, go out live your life of abundance and guys make sure to pay it forward that's all for today abundance leaders for more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com we appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode so until then be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance